This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with Thruples to uncover the truth about three-person romantic relationships. By the end of this video, we'll find out how these Thruples deal with natural feelings of jealousy, if they ever engage in two-person intimacy, or if it's always a three-person thing, and how the Thruple in this video managed to get married despite three-way marriages being deemed completely illegal in the United States. Are these thruples thriving despite societal pressures to conform? Or are they merely dysfunctional relationships destined for heartbreak and despair? Hello, Dallas, Cassie, and Matt. Hi. Mark, David, and Ray. How long have you been a thruple? Dallas and I got together in 2013, and all three of us got together at the end of 2015. Us together, we've been together for five years, but overall, as a thruple, thruple, we've been together two years. years. It's a couple, but with three. Another word for it could also be a triad. Like yeah. something that means three in it. Yeah. Trisexual, tri yeah, tricycle. Yeah, I think trisexual. What do you think is the biggest pro of having a three-person relationship? There'll never be a time where one of us is gonna be alone. Having somebody to talk to. Like, there's never a time where it's like, oh, I'm too busy right now. I can always talk to one of them. And financial support too, as well. I mean, yeah. three people rent is um, a little bit easier. Three incomes and one bank account sounds good to me. Lots of zeros. We're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Were you always interested in each other? We started to date other guys after being together for two, two years. years. Finally, after dating a few of them, we were able to bring in and find Ray, and it's been working out since then. Cassie and I were together first, just as you know, a, a couple. I had actually known Matt because he was basically Cassie's ex-flame from when they were teenagers. I didn't like that. I always had feelings for Matt. Seeing him again, she tried to get me away. We decided to hang out again, and by some miracle, Dallas started to like Matt when they would hang out as friends. Were you always interested in being in a three-person relationship. I brought up the idea to David. Okay, honestly, I was scared because you're the one telling you like, hey, I want to love somebody else. Am I going to lose my significant other? Those thoughts that cross your mind. But he even told me, if it don't work, I'm not leaving you. We're going to try it out, see what happens. I knew nothing about polyamory. Growing up, it was not on my radar. That on I the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> I had like more of a definition of what it was. And that principle really resonated with me. Like I always had feelings for multiple people and I was always so confused by it. Do you remember the moment when you decided to make it a three-person thing. He wound up coming with Dallas and I around town, and it was very convenient. It was kind of like a built-in first date. So did you feel guilty about feeling those feelings for Matt, considering Dallas, you and Dallas yeah, had not spoken? I, I did. I was worried that Dallas and I were going to get to the end of the night. What's the vibe here? But what actually happened was Dallas pulled me into the kitchen, and she's like, they could go down with Matt. Cassie and I had talked about maybe being intimate with another person, having you know, just a fling of some kind. When Dallas said that to me, I wasn't even surprised. I was relieved because I had that guilt of like, what is going on here? But at that point, I trusted Dallas. I was like, if Dallas is saying that, then she's picking up on something. When we met Ray, it just clicked. It was a shock for me. Like, I literally, like I said, we never flirted. We said it, we were like, okay, come over Saturday. 
Sunday will go to Disneyland. And did you know that they were looking to become a throuple at that point or interested? No, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, just it was a I was like, damn, I'm over here third wheelie. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. And that's when they're like, hey, we like you. They opened my mind about polyamorous. And that's when I was like, wait, is this really possible? Was there a moment when one of you proposed the idea and made it official? At this time, you know, we had been like, hanging out in the talking phase, sleeping together. And he was teaching us all about polyamory. He hadn't yet decided what we wanted to do with our relationship. And me and Dallas <laughs> decided, are like, you are yeah. not sleeping in our bed unless you tell us what is going on right. here. We had the infamous, what are we conversation in yes. which we said like, are we a polyamorous triad? And then said he wanted that, Dallas said she wanted that. And I said, well, I wouldn't be bringing this up if I didn't want it, so um... let's shake on it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear this. You shook on it. Yeah, we're all, we're all laying on the ground. We're holding hands together. We're like, okay, all right. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. They sat me down and then that's when they told me like, hey, we like you. And I was like, okay, I like you guys too. You guys are pretty cool. <laughs> Just and as friends No, like no, that? but we like, chill? <laughs> they both told me like, we usually date guys. I was like, okay, so you like me, like me. You're cool with this and you're cool with this? I was like, wait, both of you? Like, yeah, okay. I was like, Let's just do it. Really? How much time? How much thought did you give it before you said cool? I don't really think he gave it too much thought. <laughs> I think yeah. You're like, shit, give me another X hat. <laughs> I feel like the number one question that you guys must get is how do you deal with jealousy? It did at times make me jealous. It's true. I was comparing my now new relationship with Matt to one where they already had history. Comparison is the thief of joy. Anytime I would start to compare you know, mine and Cassie's connection to mine and Matt's, it always would just steal me from the moment. Mm. It steal me from any happiness that was there. Really, jealousy at its core is like a human issue. It's mm. not a relationship issue. It is deeply an insecurity. When we feel jealousy, we pause and we say, what need isn't being met? What fear do I have? What piece of work do I need to do? And then it's a lot of radical acceptance. I think of just yeah. like, I'm gonna be uncomfortable sometimes. I'm gonna feel jealous yeah. sometimes. For me, it always comes back to like a lack mindset of like, oh, I'm not getting attention right now. Okay, how can I get that attention? Or how can I give that attention to myself mm. rather than trying to constantly seek it from others? For me, it's feeling inadequate. Well, I'm jealous. Nobody's having, nobody's having fun with me. Yeah. I see jealousy as a disease. It makes you really unhappy. He leaving me for him, in other words, or for somebody else. That was more of the internal that I was just like, kind of my insecurity sticking in like, oh my God, what if this guy's better than me? Or what if he likes him more? So it was a lot of that comparison. Yes. And that's where I was just like, wait, why am I going to compare myself to another individual? Because at the end of the day, we're both different. Mm. He might love me for what I have, and he's going to love him for what he has. And I'm going to love that other guy for what he doesn't have. I was obsessive. I was a jealous type. was fine as mine. But at the same time, being with them is like, you know what? It's not healthy being like that. It's just our insecurity. Mm. you got to be secure with yourself. And that's something that I deal with with my past relationships. I'm the emotional type. I'll keep everything inside. And they're the type of like, talk to me. What's wrong? They tell you to communicate and deal with your emotions. You need communication. Like you need to be able to understand your partner or partners. People often say that most relationships have kind of a power dynamic where there's one person that's more dominant than the other. Is there any kind of hierarchy in your throuple? We all have a voice here. So it's like if one of us doesn't like it, then we all have to speak about it. Let's say you want to sin and I want to sin the next day, but he wants to go out. We're like compromise, compromise. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? 
No, not, not, to, not this not weekend. To, yeah. Whatever you do in a monogamous relationship, you do the same in a polyamorous mm. relationship. It's just adding an additional person. There's not hierarchy, but you can tell who talks the most. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Cassie is our spokeswoman. Is, most that's why you're in the middle. You're the leader of the pack. People will put a you know, stereotype yeah. archetype over us and be like, oh, someone's the ringleader. Someone, well, she wears the pants. What, so. She wears the pants. One of the people is more, is more involved or more interested. That's just not the case. Do you think communication is easier or more difficult? It's, it's like almost like a voice of reasoning, but it helps having that third person because they are able to see both points of view and let us know like, hey, no, you're doing this They can wrong. kind of be a mediator. Yes, to sit there and think like, okay, wait a minute. If he's telling me I'm wrong and he's telling me I'm wrong, then obviously I'm wrong, you know? <laughs> Do you still crave one-on-one -on -one time? Oh, yeah, totally. totally. We all sleep together in the same bed. We go on dates together a lot, but most of the time I go on a date just with Dallas or I'll go on a date just with Matt. We live together, we have dinner together, we have breakfast together. We, have, we are a family that does most of our things together, but a lot of those like intimate times where you would say, I wouldn't want to share my partner. That's a one-on-one -on -one moment I want to have. We still have all of those same one-on-one -on -one moments with each yeah. other. Do you still go on two-person dates? No. No, we're no. always together. We all work on becoming one. You are a unit, as many couples become. We never leave anybody left out. And if at any point we were to, I know that it would feel very uncomfortable. It just, anything that we do, it's always together. Do you guys get a lot of questions about how things operate in the bedroom. They always <laughs> like to know, how do you guys sleep? We are finally answering the question once and for all, how does the thruple machine work in the bedroom? We have a queen size bed. A lot of people find it so shocking. It's never been an issue yeah. for us. He likes the edge of the bed. He I like the wall. He likes the wall. <laughs> It's safe. You're like you're in a cave. You got the cold wall there. You get a little hot, touch the wall. That's what I do. So my biggest takeaway from all this is that my theory that you guys actually slept in a, a twin size bed all uh, stacked on top of each other. Oh my God. That, that theory I should just throw out the window. We don't sandwich. Do two of you ever engage sexually when one is not in the mood or is it always a three person thing? Before we continue learning about the world of thruples, I want to thank Lalo for their continued support in sponsoring this series. Their mission is to celebrate pleasure in all of its forms, no matter who you are or what you're into. Lalo has an enormous variety of products to choose from. Last time they sent over a bunch of man-oriented products, but today we're showcasing the best of the best for any ladies that were watching and were like, damn, I gotta get me in on some of those luxury toys that really have no right being so high quality. Like this couple's massager, Tiani 3. And if you're feeling daring and eager to discover pleasure that you never thought could exist in this plane of reality, one arm vibrates powerfully deep inside your bleep and the other massages your bleep all while simultaneously transmitting the pleasure the entire length and girth of their bleep. Or maybe you fancy trying out this vibrating couple's ring tour too, which offers you both or Throat, if we're being inclusive, the most thrilling and intense pleasures for you and your partner or partners. And the coolest part about today's sponsorship is Lalo was kind enough to gift some of their products to each of our guests today. And remember, what works for someone else might not necessarily work for you. So it's important to listen to your body and only use what you're comfortable with. So if any of that piqued your interest, 
Click the link down in the description below immediately to get a toy from Lalo perfectly suited for you. And while I've got you here, I'd also like to thank Bombas for sponsoring this episode, which I am stoked about because I, Honestly, I cannot wear any other socks after feeling them gracing the presence of my fleshy skin. I'm not joking about that. Bombas's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So this holiday, when you gift Bombas to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. Bombas designed all of their socks, shirts, and underwear to be clothes that you can't wait to put on every single day, and baby, they succeeded. Everything is super soft and seamless and tagless. So if you want to experience a true delicacy for your supple flesh and also support this series, go to bombas.com slash Padilla and get 20% off your first purchase. 20% off, that is insane. I, I am going to use the shit out of this code. I had no idea that they were giving that much of a discount. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Padilla for 20% off. Now back to the world of throubles. Do two of you ever engage sexually when one is not in the mood or is it always a three person thing? We have less threesomes than we do anything else. Mm -hmm. The thing that we always feel so sad to tell everyone is that we're not really that interesting. There's Actually, no kink thing happening. Not a sex circus. Yeah. Oh. Not saying I'm disappointed, but I'm definitely not excited about that. We have a wonderful sex life, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. But I would say it's pretty normal. It's mechanically usually just two people having sex because that's easier. Threesomes are very difficult. It's a lot of work. People who ask us if we have threesomes all the time have never had a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you are going to bed, it's amazing if two people are on the same page. If one of us isn't in the mood, that frees up somebody who's available for the other person. Right. So it does right. turn it into to more sex, but not more group sex. It's always a three person, honestly. Yeah. One thing is because we do OnlyFans, and sometimes we have to like do the OnlyFans, and then we have to have time for ourselves as well, you know? He does a lot of the recording. Now that he became a part of the content that I make, now it's like we end up making content together. So for me, it's like I have to train myself to like be in the mood for, for work and also be in the mood for when it comes to alone time. And when we do these videos, a lot of those videos, it's me and him. So that's the time that I feel that is our time to have alone time where he's basically watching because he's recording. So if there is a two-person moment, the other one's probably peeking through a camera. What you call a voyeur. A voyeur. <laughs> Are there awkward situations where it's like, ah, you know what, this is better off just a two-person thing. I'm gonna go sit on the couch, eat ratatouille while watching ratatouille. That's not like a good night to me. Yeah. There's been plenty of times where, you know, they, they start having an intimate moment and I'm just like, okay, I'll see oh myself my out. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck you, okay. And that's completely fine. Did you all mutually decide to get married or did one of you pop the question to two of you. I think we all mutually decided to get married because yeah. we all, I think, had that dream. You know, yeah. we had talked about it in casual conversation, like, ooh, maybe we'll get married. And then we all decided that we should plan a trip as our engagement trip. Matt proposed to me, I proposed to Doss, Doss proposed to me. Um, and then we asked each other, just like as a whole, you know, do we want to get married? Do we want to be with each other? And of course we said yes. Can you describe or break down what the wedding was like? We didn't know if um, our venue was going to dislike us because we were polyamorous. Yeah, that was a big concern. Yeah, mm. we ended up not even disclosing that we were three people having a ceremony because of course it's, it's not legal in any way, but we still had a, you know, a ceremony for ourselves mm. and we waited until 
um, our rehearsal when we had to give them our, our list of all the people that will be walking down the aisle and I have to go to the, the coordinator and be like, so what you don't know is that there's going to be three of us walking down the aisle. <laughs> ask any questions, it's really gonna be fine. So you don't have legal documents. It's not legal. No. It's actually illegal? It's actually illegal. Like all three of us are not supposed to be married. <laughs> Hey, hey, people, uh, hundreds of thousands of you watching right now, let's just keep this secret between us, okay? Let's be real cool about some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like it's risky talking about it here so publicly? It, it is some semblance of risk, but if we can help some people um, feel more comfortable with who they are and who mm. they love, I mean, that's the name of the game. Was there a coming out period? It was very interesting because, you know, you, you're not sure how people will take it. Mm -hmm. Certain people took it really surprisingly well, like grandparents. grandparents. Who were like, oh, oh that doesn't, yes. that doesn't yeah. bother me. I, at the time, I was teaching a lot of theater classes. I was teaching especially middle school mm -hmm. once or twice a week. And they would find me on Instagram. They'd find out that I had two partners and be like, Miss And they're like, Ooh. Miss Cassie has a husband and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. Please yeah. don't get me fired. You know, it was just a, a long coming out period. And at this yeah. point, people know us as a thruple. So it's kind of um, mm. gotten easier. People don't have as much shock. Sooner or later, they're going to find out. I mean, they really didn't mm. say anything. All our families are so supportive. It's like any other parent. Like, you know, if you're as long as you're happy, Considering you have this YouTube channel, it's very public. What have been some of the reactions from people online? You get good and you get bad. There has been, you know, times where we do get obviously like backlash. Religion is always brought up in comments. We just, you know, take it in, but don't let it affect us. At the end of the day, they always think that we're related, we're brothers. That's like a question that will never, never ever no. get old. It's like a, a, a question that gets asked on a daily basis. Do people assume that it must be an unhealthy relationship, that someone must be getting hurt? Yes, yeah. people do. They yeah. think one of us is like a prisoner in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like miserable. But yeah. The, the funny part is no one can agree on who they think it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of you is hurting. I don't know yeah. which one it is. They're just certain that Matthew is just like being used as a dildo, you know, <laughs> as, a as a human dildo, two lesbians, you know, it's the fe feminist agenda. Do people assume that it's not a serious thing, that, you know, uh, it's just an excuse to be promiscuous? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely I think was... up until we got married, totally, a lot of yeah. people had that assumption. Even my mom, when I first told her, and she's like a really open-minded person, when I first told her, she said, why are you telling me that you're having a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you that. So telling someone that you're in a throuple means that you're talking about a threesome. But when you tell someone that you are now a couple, Right, they're not like, oh, oh why are you telling me you're having why sex you with somebody? Sex? Why do you think it is that when you mention a relationship or have a relationship that's outside the box, the first thing people think of is the sex? I think it's because of porn. People get their their only um, representation of out-of-the-box relationships through, like, sexual videos. Yeah. Do you operate as any other standard two-person relationship, meaning that you are fully committed to each other and each other only, or is it more along the lines of polyamory where it's 
you know, you're more open. We're exclusive to one another. Mm. We're together. We have our rules. We can't do this. We cannot do that. You know, we love each other. We're all about each other. We set up our wedding in in none of it where we like, you're my only one. Mm. We are no longer polyamorous. We were very, it was about how much we wanted to solidify our love with each other, not block out love for others. Are you guys ever going to add a fourth person? We're not looking for one, but if, but if it comes, 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 it comes. If we find someone, it has to be a friendship. And from a friendship, it's just going to happen. It happens. Evolve. And it don't, yeah, evolve. And it don't, it don't. So what you're telling me is that this could eventually be a quadruple or even a sixth triple at some point. Four, no, I think I four think, will be the... Yeah. <laughs> the uh, okay, you, got, you uh, have a ceiling. Do you ever want to have a child? People ask us, so who's gonna be the father? Who's gonna, who's gonna, <laughs> who's gonna be the father? The, I told them I don't want a kid, but they got me into the baby fever. Oh. Um, these two want a kid, so they're like, so like, let's they have a baby, let's have a baby, let's mm. have a baby. So he wants to have a baby, so it's like, all right, let's just have a baby. So you know what you gotta do? You gotta go to the sperm bank, you gotta say we're gonna use one cup, and then we're gonna see what happens, because whatever happens, happens. This is the strongest survive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got five seconds of shout out to promote anything you want directly into camera. Go. I'm going to be releasing a jealousy mini course with help from my lovely partners. Find that by going to integrativecouncil.org slash jealous. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel, the X9X26 family, guys. And follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. Please subscribe. Yes. Please subscribe to Anthony Pizzi. He's so nice. Look at him. He's, he's so cute. nice. Look he's a nice, a nice boy. Haircut. Look at that shirt. Wow. I can't stop him. Well, there you have it. I spent today with Thruples, and I feel like I've come to understand how any part of our personal lifestyle that falls outside the box of what's deemed normal will be met with some aversion simply due to ignorance. And how our feelings of jealousy are really more of an internal battle of insecurity than anything else. go to Disneyland every Sunday. Wait, wait, what did you do on the two person? You know there's rides that just two people could sit there. Was there a third wheel? Oh, the Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> what about Space Mountain? You know that's a two-seater. Honestly, it depends because he likes the front. I don't like the front. So like, <laughs> or sometimes even like when the lines are huge, we're like, there's a single rider? Okay, okay, okay. Hey, podcast listeners, this message is specifically for you. So open up your ear holes real wide because I just wanted to say how much we appreciate all the comments and feedback that you guys are giving on the show, the ratings that you guys are leaving on Apple and just, just how much excitement I feel from all of you about this series. So we'd really love to learn more about you and what you're into and use that to make more creative choices about the show and the types of sponsors that we cover. And in order to do that, we'd really appreciate if you could take just a couple minutes to fill out a quick survey. So I'll go ahead and leave a link down in the description of this episode, or you can visit bit.ly slash Padilla feedback. And if you don't know how to spell Padilla by now, that's bit.ly slash P-A-D-I-L-L-A feedback. Thank you all so much.